Hey, oh, welcome to Noob. This is episode 16. Hey, oh. October 11th, 2017. I'm your host, Ben Vandal. To my left is co-host Mo Fortin. Hello. We are back again. Mo, how you doing? Doing doing great. We're living the dream. It's a beautiful night yeah, for October 11th. This is pretty great weather. 80 degree weather in New England. You yep. can't beat that. Love it. Loving every minute of it. Uh, so we'll run down the tap list here quick. We are going to do a review of the drinking game rules. We haven't done that in a couple days. Uh, what are you drinking local releases segment? We have a top five segment for you. This has been a hit with our fans. Uh, vocabulary, weird beer stuff, shelf of the week. We're going to do a little beer vana preview before we get the show started as well. Uh, and we can motor through this and get you out of here quickly tonight. So just a quick review of the drinking game rules. Uh, for me, the word fantastic and the word dive in is what I've been using. Yep. I'm going to say them a couple times for you tonight so you can get a chance to drink. For Mo, it's the word correct and any mention of his wife. You're guaranteed at least five drinks in that department tonight. You added one too, didn't you? Uh, and I added the word super. I oh, do right, say right. it like super. I say it a lot. If you listen to me say so as a transitional point, right, you'll, that was another you'll be one. absolutely blasted by the end of the show. So I have to take that out of there. But Okay. All right. So 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 is out. Yeah. So, so is I'm out. Right out. So. Okay. So we are going to go into the what are you drinking in local releases segment. And Mo, what are you drinking? Uh, right now, I am drinking a derivative Citra from Proclamation. Delicious. Uh, I do have a couple other things that I'm trying to run through because I'm trying to get to the new Proclamation, as I kind of referenced to last show. Yeah. Um, just uh, just drinking what's in the fridge, trying to get to the new stuff. Uh, it's it's so tough. Yeah. How'd, you try that, to dr- how'd that release go? It went splendidly. That was a super well-run uh, event. I did find out that I had ticket number one and ticket number two. That's pretty neat. So, you know, your, your due diligence pays off when you sit there for 45 minutes refreshing your browser. So <laughs> had you done that, maybe you would have had seat one. Yeah, I mean, ticket one and ticket two. But so. instead you spent, you know, 45 minutes typing into a forum about how it's rigged. Yeah. And then nobody got tickets. But yeah. That's but neither here nor there. In and out, man. Like, if we didn't want to stay there, we could have been in and out in five minutes. We stayed for a beer. Um, then we went out to dinner locally, and uh, yeah, it was really it was a good time. Uh, they probably put the uh, customer service on high because of all the complaints that they got too. So yeah, maybe that's good for them though. We're excited for them to move into their new place and get some beer underway. Uh, and for me, I am drinking everything that I just got from Portland last Project, week. Project Project yeah. Maine. Yeah, yeah. So I went up to Bissell Brothers Foundation. Uh, I took stuff home from Oxbow, made Mead Works. You went to Oxbow? Uh, I did go to Oxbow. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was a great little spot. I've heard that's really a cool, cool spot. I've heard that's a cool place to go to. They do cheese boards, which is our jam. <clears throat> of we course. got a cheese board there. Nice. Uh, where else did I go? I got to try Mass Landing, which is, I okay. brought up on local releases a couple of shows ago. Really, really good stuff. The, the Green to Green, uh, Little Choppy was another beer of theirs. They do really good stuff, and they're really prevalent on in Maine, which is kind of nice. crazy. None of the stuff that you can get around here, everything's just up on the tap list. Right. Everywhere has what they call Allagash Alley, and they have mm. like eight Allagash beers on tap, all stuff that you can't find around here. So That's cool. Yeah, I got a bunch of stuff. I uh, did a Trillium run on the way up beforehand, too, Yep. Uh, that we'll get into, but that's what I'm drinking, mostly Bissell Brothers. Right now, I'm drinking that Lager beer, which is a lighter take on... 
on an Oktoberfest beer. It's more of a really cool German style pilsner, right? yeah. We think, but I'd, I'd go definitely pilsner on that. That's that's what it tastes like to me. But uh, yeah, real, real good. Yeah, uh, locally we got Trillium as we referenced. Uh, Pond Kettle Vanilla was why I went up there. Great release. I had one the other night just as a dessert beer. It's it's really really good. Mouth feels fantastic. You can taste the vanilla. Uh, they came out with Pier, which is an American wheat, and brand new this week, Deciduous, double Indian wheat. Not to be confused with the brewery that we always reference. Yeah, yeah, Deciduous is a New Hampshire brewery, but uh, a double Indian uh, wheat ale, which is kind of kind of unique. I saw people complaining that they didn't put out an October style beer, and they came out with this instead, but. People will complain no matter what you do. <laughs> it really is. So had they come out with an October, it would have been, hey, there's no collaboration this month. Yeah. It would have been something no matter what. So but whatever. Good for them for trying that. Uh, Treehouse, 20 more cans today, Mo. 12 Sap, 8 Julius. This is a good sign. This is beautiful. Though they, they you said there was a little catastrophe that they had there. Yeah, I don't know how serious it was, but they posted on their Twitter at some point today that they, uh, they lost internet connection, uh, and being that everything is... Everything is based on the internet today. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't do transactions for at least some period of time. Obviously, they rebounded, but uh, I, I just saw it pop up on my Twitter feed at one point. I was like, oh, shit. That's not good. <laughs> what a world we live in. Huh? But, yeah, apparently they, they rebounded. That, and the cool thing that I saw, like middle of the day, maybe 2, 3 o'clock, they said that the, no, 4, 5 o'clock, it was a little later in the day, they said we're starting to get busy again for like the after work crowd, mm -hmm. and they said ten minute wait for cans. Well, that's not bad. And I said, "Wow, so you yeah. have the after work people, and there's a ten minute wait for cans." Well, that was just that means a Wednesday, that, right? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, just a Wednesday, but still, I mean, just that they're running through, running through the line and getting people served. I mean, that's that's great, great news for them. Yeah, proclamation <clears throat> is closed uh, this Thursday. They're open Friday three to six and Saturday. They will be back. Uh, they it looks like they're gonna have process and progress cans for sale in the Warwick location. Yeah, so they said just one beer, one beer, one brand. Um, come and pick it up at the. There's like a loading dock area. Yeah, I would guess that the that's what they said on their their uh, their website uh, in Warwick. And yeah, that's that's what they're gonna do for now. Saturday is TBD as far as their hours. I'm not exactly sure what they're gonna be open for. Probably some kind of twelve to eight or you know one to six type of thing but yeah they will uh they will be open selling cans there but just process and progress no pours on the weekend tilted barn has ultraviolet uh which is a double ipa it's a uptick on their old violet ipa uh this one was real popular they flew through it i think last week or two weeks ago i saw people they they went through it on friday i think 4.3 on untapped six and a half percent ipa you can't beat that and the propagator number ten is out there. Pale wheat ale. I think I had number eight or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it was eight that you were referencing. Wasn't really a, couple a weeks fan ago. of it. And one additional one. Our friends at Mystic uh, did a collaboration with Union Square Donuts called Boston Cream. Yeah, which that sounds sounded really phenomenal. good. Uh, I got to see if I can get some of that. Mystic is usually a place where they have a pretty good stock and they keep it they keep yeah. it for a while people don't fly through it. it's kind of a hidden gem so for anyone listening to the show ben did also post a, a trade request for that beer yeah so holler at your boy if you can uh if you can get up to mystic and grab us some of that yeah we'll, plenty uh, of main beers we'll plenty see. got plenty to trade <laughs> uh and we will go into our beer vana preview before we get going nice uh the beer vana list came out so that's very exciting they have a lot of uh the beers that we 
told you about. They have beard. Uh, Proclamation is going to be there. Uh, Long Live is going to be there. Uh, you have any favorites? Or uh, did they release any time releases yet? Or is that I haven't be the seen. Night of? I haven't seen any of that. As I was going through the list, I mean, I feel like there's a handful of beers that just scream limited release. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the barrel aged stuff. Yeah. Some of that. the, you know, like the the like like you were referencing a couple of weeks ago, like the anniversary stuff. Yeah. You know, the 2016, the 2014. This. I mean, I got to think that that's all barrel barrel. Uh, timed release things yeah um but i haven't seen any list that definitively says you know six o'clock seven o'clock eight o'clock that type of thing yeah and uh allagash last year put out what 20 counties at a uh time release they have some more sours coming uh it they looks like they have a ton of good stuff and probably the the most prevalent thing that'll be at the show will be us yes we, we now have beer vana, uh actually not beer vana, but new swag yep we're going to have t-shirts, we're going to have sweatshirts, we're going to have stickers we're going to be passing out. So The t-shirts and sweatshirts are for us. Yeah, just for us. We're I mean, promoting the brand. The stickers are, you know, for everybody else that goes there. They'll be lucky lucky enough to grab a little, you know, a little souvenir on the way out. Yeah, you know, put it on put it on your cooler, tell your friends, download the show. Uh, and if you see us, come say hi. We'll be in the Noob gear. Absolutely. Uh, you can't miss a beer can with the podcast logo on it. It says Noob podcast on it. I mean, if you if you don't get the hint by the, I don't know. What <laughs> if you to see say. us, come up to us, have a beer with us. We'd be happy to, happy to talk shop with you guys for a little bit. It'd yeah, be, we're it'd buying be a thrill. that night. We're buying. That yeah, night. that <laughs> will be every round will be on us for sure. Uh, and we will go to our top five segment. This is a segment that Mo and I started just a couple weeks ago. Really good podcast segment for us to spitball. Uh, top five items of a particular category. Mo this week threw out a category, which is really good, really a good one, and I think we're going to have fun with this one. <laughs> uh, it's the top five best excuses for going to a brewery. Uh, so my the way I interpreted this was to, yeah. to the significant other. Yeah, I right, mean, of you course. You only have one person to answer yes. to, and that, that's who it is. So how do you want to do it? You want to do it five to one? Um. Or do yeah. You, you just. Uh, yeah. Let's go just... five. Let's go five down to one. Okay. Uh, I mean the way you you interpreted it the exact same way that I did. Yeah. It's just you know you want to go to a brewery for whatever reason and you got to come up with something to convince the significant other to let you On to let fly. you go. You need. Oh, there seems to be some kind of. Uh... Some kind wow. of gallivanting going on. I wonder so you can if, I wonder take if the Cubs just got back in this beer. game or something. I don't think that many people are watching it. But I doubt there's too many Cubs fans around here. Yeah, but I wouldn't possibly. think so. But. Uh, so start with number five, Mo. What do you got for your number five reason uh, to go to a brewery? Okay, so the number five reason, I have a couple things that kind of all go together. Okay. I've used this so many times. Yeah. And, you know, shout out to Jess. Have a sip of your drink. Yeah, please. Um, I haven't gone in a while. Mm. And by extension, I haven't gone in a while, so I have nothing in the fridge. Okay, okay. So that's like, you know, it kind of goes together. Um, you know, those two <laughs> things, I, I use it all the time. I have nothing to drink. Yeah. And she knows, hey, you can't just go to a liquor store and get what I drink anymore. Yeah, so. time time is a relative concept. Yep. I, I haven't gone in a while. Yeah, um, but you just, you leave it broad like that in a while. Yeah, That yeah, could be course. three days. Never, that could be three never weeks. Never put a limit on it. No, you don't, yeah, you don't, don't establish like a time frame. Just say a while. <laughs> Mine, uh, my number five is it's a beer you like. Usually a sour, some kind of fruity IPA that Justine can get sure. behind. Yep. Uh, 
I, I can get away with that if I go up and I say, hey, it's a sour that you like. You know, I'm doing yep. this for the both of us. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get back to that at some point because that's a little higher on my list. But. All right, number four. Number four. Um, I use this a lot this summer because of Trillium. Um, there's a new or limited release okay. slash, but it's a collaboration. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. That Limited worked. release is great. I, I mean, don't even know why it worked, but it did. She was like, "Oh, it's collaboration. Oh, you get, you got, you got to get it. <laughs> you I mean, you can't not to get, get it. it. Exactly. You run a podcast. It's like, what are you gonna do? That is, a, that's one that I didn't include, but show research should be up there for mm-hmm. us now. And as we get bigger definitely. and bigger, that that will be an excuse. But definitely, my number four is, uh, it's a good one. I, I like to. <clears throat> this is all about about deflecting the blame okay. off of yourself. So I like that. I do the picking it up for friends. I I usually get, uh, you know, maybe I'll grab something for myself, but I'm going to go pick it up for friends. You know, Mo can't make it. or uh, I should have put that in mind because I've used that a few Ca- times. Colin, wa- Colin wants this new release that's coming out. I got to yep. go up there. You know, Todd got me the last one. I got to go get this one. So um, that's a good one. Picking it up for friends. A good one that, that I used over the summer for the Trilliums yeah. was they'd always give you a three, four pack limit. Yeah. So it would be one for me. One for you, yeah. and then one for Todd, or one for somebody else. Of course. So it's like, I'm only spending $20. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was a great one, and it worked a couple times. Yeah, so exactly. I didn't put exactly. that on here, though. Yeah. Uh, all right, number three. Mo, what do you got for number three? Number three, mine is very situational. So okay. you're ta- trying to talk yourself, trying to talk your significant, significant other into letting you go. Mm-hmm. She wants to go with you as like a joint thing. Okay. We can do something that you want after. All right. All so right. one like for that. me, one for you type I like of thing. That. Yeah. I go to the brewery, you you come with, then we go to your spot for dinner. Yeah. So yeah. kind of let her I let did her that. pick something. I did that in Battle of the Beersteads, my solo episode. Justine went up to the Brimfield Fair. I went yep. to Treehouse. Everyone was happy. Perfect. I mean, I, I don't get what... Why is that so hard? Marriage is about compromise. Happy wife, happy life, man. <laughs> it's that it's easy. an easy solution. My number three is one that you slightly mentioned, but... Uh, it's cheaper than going out. That's what I always say. Okay, so you go out, you get a that's a good one. You get a, a four pack of beer, right? It's high octane beer. It's like yep. eighteen bucks. Yep. If I go out and drink, sweetheart, I'm going to be spending sixty bucks easily. No, I I can't do that. I got to stock up. And if I do buy sixty dollars worth of beer, it's at least three sittings. Yeah. You know. Yep. So that's a good one. It, it's cheaper than going out. Once you go out, I'm a guy who likes to buy other people drinks too, and then yep, the tag goes way way up. So. Yep. Yeah, it's That's cheaper than going out. It's my third like um, reason for visiting a brewery. Number two, Mo, what do you got? Number two, um, kind of, kind of with the with my number three. If if you do go with them, you kind of just stress that it's it's something you can do together. Yeah, this is like an us thing. You know, yeah. it's something that like you bring her into it and make her feel like she's passionate about it too. Yeah, even though she doesn't care, yeah, we're into breweries. Exactly, <laughs> like that's our thing. Yeah, we yeah. go to breweries, kind of yeah. make her feel like you know this is like a romantic thing, or yeah, of course, yeah. A, you know, it, it's all about us, and you know, you got to stress that yeah, aspect. Breweries now are, are family setting, very so family setting. I can't do this alone. I look like an idiot, the only guy in line. Right. I need, I need you there. Yep, exactly. It just so happens I get double the sitting. Double the double the portion, but uh, my I didn't include two... that. You don't want to say that. <laughs> my, I didn't include that in my list. My number two uh, is one that you already touched upon. It's super rare beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you don't understand. I, I won't be able to get this again. Right. It comes out once a year. Yep. Uh, and if you use that on like 10, 11, 15 different breweries, bam, you got fifteen brewery trips yep. on that on that reason alone. 
And if it works 15 different times, you might yeah. have a keeper on your hand just in general. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah. God bless her. Because <laughs> that's an annual release as right. well. So, uh, all right. And we have come to the number one reason um, to go to a brewery. Now, see, my number one was on your list, but you had it a little lower than me. Okay. My number one is I'm getting something for you. Yeah, of course. That's like make her feel like you're going out of your way. Yeah. To get, you don't even want it. Yeah. She wants it. You're adding it for her part of the of fridge. Course. Yeah. You know, this is a barrel aged sour with cherries, and it's two per person. I'm yeah. getting one for you, one for me. Yeah. But that doesn't matter. It's one for you that's important. Of course. So stress that aspect. You're in the chips. Yeah. My, my number one uh, reason for going to a brewery, or best excuse for going to a brewery, is that there's a holiday coming up. Ooh, that's a good one. This is so multifaceted yep. for me because I like to drink on holidays. Yep, of course. I like to share beers on holidays. And then you can also mix in the, you know, liquor stores are closed on holidays. Yeah. I mean, what yep. am I going to do? I Nothing. can't run out of beer. I can't do anything. Up. I got to stock up. So that I got to go. That one you can get actually get multiple breweries in. Yep. You'd be like, I'm going to Treehouse. Thanksgiving's coming up. Oh, I'll hit Trillium because Thanksgiving's coming up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but what? You just went to Treehouse. Justine. Liquor stores are closed on my, Thanksgiving. My famous There's thing. I can do. My famous thing that I've never actually gotten away with, but I'll <laughs> say that I'll say that I'll, I'm gonna go to Treehouse and I'll hit Trillium on the way home. Yeah, which that, never works because no, it's not on the way home way at all. Out way. <laughs> way out of the way. But yeah. I always try it, and she's always like, "It's not on the way home, man." Yeah. Like see, you're not getting away with that. See, that's why I like the Rhode Island trip so much. You can get Tilted Barn Proclamation Long Live All in One. Yeah. Uh, Trillium has some stuff up there if you really wanted to travel into the city, but Treehouse mm-hmm. doesn't have much other than Vanishing Veil, which is Wednesdays only. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, but uh, unless you have a job to do that. So we're going to post these on our Facebook page, yeah. New England Weekly Beer <laughs> Discussion. Uh, let us know in the comments what your uh, best reason. We're not calling these excuses. Okay. Uh, your best reason for best going to a brewery. Okay. And uh, explanation might be a better. Okay. <laughs> a better yeah, not it's not an excuse. I mean, maybe you that's... never need an excuse to go to a brewery. Right. We encourage it. We encourage you to go to a brewery. So uh, that was that was a fun one. Yeah, I like <laughs> that one. That, one, that, that worked that one. out really well. Uh, and we will move on to our vocabulary. Uh, vocabulary is where we teach you a new beer word. I have a word. Mo also has a word. Uh, so we'll start it off. Mo, what do you got for your vocabulary word today? Okay. I went, uh, I went real seasonal with my word. My word is Marzen. Marzen. Okay. It's nice. uh, German in origin. Um, I can use it in a sentence if you'd like. No, no. Well, All right. You did provide me with a printed out copy, so it's Damn. M-A-R-Z-E-N. <laughs> cool. Uh, that is <laughs> that is correct. The A has a couple dots over it. I don't know if that's like a different letter or whatever Could be. in in, Could be. in German German alphabet. But in any case, this word translates to March in German. Oh, okay. which Didn't makes perfect sense because the original Marzins were brewed in March. Mm-hmm. Um, the object of this uh, of this beer was to be brewed in March for the end of the harvest. So they would finish what they needed to do in the farms and the fields. And then they would have this beer for the late summer. Uh, this all started because of a Bavarian beer rule that they had in place. Okay. Started in 1553, which said that nobody could brew beer between September 29th and April 23rd. Wow. That's... Oh, sorry. The beer could only be brewed. Oh, okay. Only be brewed during okay. that time. So That's, you only yeah, had seven strange. months of the year, roughly, six months of the year even, 
to, uh, to brew beer. So they'd brew a shit ton of it in March. They'd let it sit for a while because the, mm. the way that they were brewing it, uh, the hops and the, the malts that they were using, it could kind of sit for a little while in a cellar. And they would drink it from April to September until they could brew again. And then as like a celebration of the end of the, of the wet season, they would throw Oktoberfest. Okay. And that's how Oktoberfest first started because October 1st, they could start brewing beer again. So it was like this big celebration, like here's our season, we can start brewing beer and whatnot. Um, so they would drink the, the end of their Marzins, and then they ended up just extending it into the, uh, the month of October. Oh, I didn't know that. Is that still alive, do you think? I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like I that don't. cannot possibly be a thing, especially since 1553. I mean, that's kind of an outdated law. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Marzins now in, in modern times, we refer to those as Oktoberfest beers. Okay. Uh, they're yeah. Bavarian-style lagers, medium to full-bodied. Um, I mean, you have a lager beer in your in your glass right now. A little yeah. light in color. It can be anything from light gold to a dark amber. Okay. Um, see Sam Adams, their Oktoberfest. That's a Marzen. Yeah. Uh, Polliner. I, I think I'm probably saying that name wrong, but they make an Oktoberfest. That's a true German style lager. Um, so many people make Oktoberfest, but they're really a broad uh, broad term for an Oktoberfest beer. Well so if done. you if you do see Marzen, that's uh, that's parlance for an Oktoberfest. Well done. Be That's on the lookout for it this month. Good word for this season. Uh, my word, little different, doesn't really go with the Oktoberfest style, though I did just have some at Oxbow this uh, this past Ooh, weekend. Okay. Uh, my word is grisette. Ooh, grisette. They're really good at grisettes, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they might be the only brewery that really fucks with that style. Yeah, I've, I've had them few and far between. That's why I... I I just noticed this word, and I was like, I have to get this word out. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Grisette is G-R-I-S-E-T-T-E, I believe. Could be. I think I spelled it wrong on my paper, but... That's very possible. <laughs> we will but see. But I think that's how it's spelled. Not, not 100%. Well, either way, Grisette. Uh, what do you got? Grisette is, um, I believe it's the European-style word for a farmhouse ale. Okay. I know it is a lighter farmhouse ale. These beers are usually low ABV. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were similar to the Saison that you did in a previous vocabulary. Yeah. These were brewed for miners. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why they're called grisette is that literally, literally translates to little gray, which uh, pr- refers to the gray stone that they used to mine through. So they would brew this beer, and it was meant to be a refreshing beer for the miners at their break time. Uh, so poor man beer, yeah, essentially, is basically. how it got its start. Yeah, you know, just like everything else. Yep. Now we now we pay a pretty penny for it. Of course. Uh, but these are light light beers. They're, they have a lot of floral notes. They're very low on the uh, SRM. Mm. Is, that, is that what we talked about last? Yeah. Uh, yep. Low on the SRM, and they have low ABVs, so they are very refreshing on a summer day. Uh, check out Oxbow Brewing. You can get a lot of their stuff locally. They have really, really good, funky, unique style beers, and they specialize in the saisons, the farmhouses, the grisettes. Uh, I had a, a gin barrel aged grisette from mm. them. Okay, uh, that was sounds interesting. Steel barrel conditioned, St- stainless steel conditioned. Okay, I've never even heard of such a thing, but I had it. Uh, it was very interesting, and they have a cool, cool spot. Uh, just kind of going off the topic, mostly on Oxbow, but. I, I texted you guys in the group that they're having a Pharrell Munch concert, which is yes. a rap concert yeah. in Oxbow Brewery, which is kind of cool. 
they do cheese boards, they do all kinds of funky stuff, but vocabulary word to circle back is grisette. If you see that on the shelf, no, it's a very light beer. It's going to be kind of refreshing, and it's not really going to get you drunk nice. unless you drink a, a considerable amount of it. Uh, but that is our vocabulary words, grisette and marzen. Uh, we are moving on. Actually, let's dive in yeah. to fan favorite weird beer stuff. Uh, weird beer stuff is a a fan favorite because we tell you the weirdest stories in beer around the globe. We have gone into the defecation beer. Mm-hmm. We have gone into outer space. Yep. We have gone into massacres, uh, which yeah. involve crocodile bile. <laughs> we have also... We've been all over the world. We have been all over the world and back. Uh, puke-proof shoes. Yep. And we are here today. Mo, you have a... Looks like you have a, a great one. It's not so weird. Mine isn't as weird either, but... All right, so we'll, we'll take uh, a week off from, like, we're the gonna really take, weird... Yeah, we're going to kind of save you. You know, it's October. <laughs> we don't want to get to the real spooky stuff until Halloween. Right, right, right. So, Mo, why don't you kick us off with your weird beer stuff story? So, my weird beer stuff... I, you know, I was perusing the internet uh, the other day. I was looking for some things. And, you know, there's, there's a bunch of really weird things out there. But this mm-hmm. was more impressive than weird. Um... So in the United States, you know, we have, what, 6,000 some odd breweries, something like that. Yeah. The oldest brewery in America, a lot of people will know this. They say it in all their commercials. They advertise advertise this pretty proudly. Yingling, established in 1829. That is impressive. Yeah. That brewery has been around for almost 200 years now. What's a little more impressive to me is the oldest brewery in the world, obviously, comes from Germany. Yeah. Germans know their beers. Um, their brewery that they boast as the oldest brewery in the world, located in Bavaria, Weinstefani. Mm. That was has been making Stefani's cousin. Correct. Yeah. I actually met their uh, their local representative from okay. this brewery today at the restaurant, and he told me that his his method for saying this brewery is to take Gwen Stefani's name, <laughs> take Gwen out of it, and say wine. Yeah, there you go. That's Wine Stefani. Yeah, it's his cousin. Yeah, so they've been making beer since 1040. Okay. So that is almost 1,000 years of making beer. That's a long time. So since the crusade, I mean, imagine the, the amount of things that have happened since that brewery's <laughs> been open. World War One, World War Two. The automobile. Yeah. Uh, you know, just tons of things. I was quoting a movie there. But prohibition. Yeah, Prohibition. <laughs> that also happened. Um, it hasn't been a religious house. It's an abbey. That It, it was an abbey back in the day. Okay. hasn't been a religious house in over 200 years, but the brewery obviously is still in operation. And, uh, you know, a little teaser there. So. Yeah, that was a little, uh, that was a beer, but that, that's pretty interesting. So so what did you say, 1060? 1040. 1040, that was a great year. I remember yeah, 1060, great year. pops on my 1060 mind. 1060 was a good year. 1040 10, was all right, too, 1040 though. was pretty good as well. Yeah. So they brewed for 800 years as a religious house? Um, Correct. Wow. That's... Yes, so monks, I would assume. Yeah, you could throw religion. They, they can you could say this brewery thing. was a little monkish in nature. Oh, I see what you did. Yeah, I see what you did. You like that? I don't know if that was good. <laughs> I didn't know if that would hit or not, but I went for it. All right, so that's uh, that's <laughs> moving a, on. That's a uh, an old timey, old timey beer. Uh, Mo will post more about that on our Facebook page. Mine okay. is a little more local uh, to a 
a great brewery that we have that um <laughs> i don't know how long it's been around but <laughs> sam adams okay sam adams out of boston it's the pride of boston you know uh, they're known for all their seasonal beers, mostly. That's how they got started. Sure. Now they just brew a, a billion variations of every different kind of beer you could ever imagine. That's true. But something that they do uh, recently, I, I've only heard of it recently, but something that they do pretty cool is a stein holding contest. Mm -hmm. So what you have to do is hold a stein full of Oktoberfest beer out in front of you. I think, it's a, I think they said 64-ounce stein. Yeah, it's a big ass, like one of those like big, you know, Oktoberfest yeah. style mugs. And just holding my arm out actually is tired. So, yeah. Um, so what they do is a Stein holding contest, and they do a female prize and a male prize. The person who holds their arm out the longest wins. Uh, if you lose, you still get to drink your beer, but that's pretty much all you get, and a tired arm. Uh, and the grand prize for this contest for this year, you get a trip to the Sports Illustrated Sports Person of the year gala uh which you get to rub elbows with a lot of celebrities um a lot cool. of athletes I, sure. I guess it's kind of cool i i would hope they would i was there's got to be some, some kind of cash prize yeah, maybe i was or... hoping for something better but it doesn't sound uh lifetime supply sound all beer. that cool i mean uh, so mo my question to you with the stein holding we got if we were able to get a 64 ounce stein okay uh under <laughs> over do you think you could hold the stein out for 15 minutes Hmm. I'm not sure what the winner is. I, I'm gonna have to look this up. It's gonna I'll, be longer. I'll put oh, 100 percent. Way I'm longer. Getting, than I'm getting hours. So I'm saying. Oh hours. yeah, definitely hours. Could but, I do it for 15 minutes? I mean, my upper body strength is not what it used to be. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I really would just work out my core now. Yeah, yeah. Not so much with the glamour muscles. Exactly. Mostly core. Yeah. Um, I I feel like that would be extremely difficult. I probably could not do it for 15 minutes. Yeah. It seems like such a simple thing. Yeah. I mean, if you if you literally tried to do this for the rest of the show, I bet you had an empty hand. You could not hold it out for that long. I don't think it, I could. I mean, I honestly don't think I tiring. could. If you've ever done this, uh, you can try it right now as you're listening. But if you've ever done like a boxing class or something or just tried to hold a static weight, yeah. I mean, your arm feels like a thousand pounds in about 60 seconds. And then it, imagine holding a weight. Uh, that's just incredible. So I'm, I'm putting a challenge out to our noob listeners. So if anybody wants to do this, you can hold just an Oktoberfest bottle, and I want to see how long you yeah. can do it. Um, post, uh, post a video of your longest Stein hold, yeah. and uh, you know maybe maybe when we get a sponsor, we'll uh, yeah. we'll come up with some kind of prize for the yeah, winner. We'll kick you some. Really I'll buy cool. you a six pack of Oktoberfest. Boom. The longest. There you go. That's an offer uh, from Maggie, your host. We need we need a minimum of ten entries on that for me to buy. That. <laughs> Uh, but, but that is it for weird beer stuff. I'll awesome. post some details if you are interested in getting into that Sam Adams Stein holding contest. It's got to be soon. Uh, yeah, it, it is or relatively maybe, soon. Yeah, it's got to be soon. I think by I the mean, end of the month. Yeah, I would think. And I think it is in Boston, on uh, Boston Commons. So I believe you're that's right. That's kind of cool. Uh, and we will go, we will dive into our last segment, Boom. which is Shelfer of the Week. Uh, Shelfer of the Week is a rite of passage to all of our listeners. We know that we can't always make it out to a brewery. Uh, sometimes you got to go into your local bottle shop or a beer distributor and get um, something off the shelf, something new that you never really tried. But you want to have a good beer. You don't want to waste your money on something that's shit. Of so, Mo, what do you got this week for your shelfer of the week? Well, I kind of alluded to it a little bit before, so I'm going to go ahead and, and pop this if I can 
actually figure out this bottle opener. Mm. You know, this there Japanese bottle opener. Yeah, that Sapporo bottle opener has been yeah. real dirty. Uh, so my shelf for the week is Weinstefana Fest beer. Uh, it's their Oktoberfest. Uh, I kind of alluded to this brewery in my weird beer stuff. It's a full-bodied, hoppy, seasonal lager. It's a Marzen. Uh, it's brewed. Vocabulary word. Exactly. It's brewed for the Fest beer season. Uh, it's a deep gold color. Uh, tons of flavor to it. It's a three. I have a, as a three seven four on Beer Advocate. Uh, it's a very highly rated beer. Uh, check out their Hefeweiss beer if you see it on on shelves as well. It's a little lighter version of of their Oktoberfest beer. Uh, obviously, it's a Hefeweizen, so it's an unfiltered wheat ale. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, really cool, really cool brewery. Obviously, steeped in tradition, and uh, you, you're never gonna have a bad beer from them. So. Cheers to them. I'm gonna I'm gonna open this and, and drink this tonight. So that's my show for the week. Yeah, so they have a thousand years of practice on that. Yeah, so they've gotten pretty good at it. Yeah, you'd imagine they'd be pretty good at that. I'm gonna go with a newer brewery. <laughs> uh, still big. They're really good at some stuff. Uh, West Coasty stuff, but they tried their take at a German Mazen as well called uh, Oktoberfest. This is a brewery called Firestone Walker out of California. Heard of I've heard of them. Yeah, I believe they're from uh, Paso Robles. I believe that's accurate. Is uh, where they're from. Uh, so their Oktoberfest is named after their hometown. So I guess Paso Robles literally means Pass of the Oaks. Uh, so hmm. the Oak in Oktoberfest in Oktoberfest in this beer is a nod to their hometown. You can find it pretty much anywhere on shelves. I like uh, Firestone Walker's Luponic Distortion. Mm, I like some of their other stuff. Their Easy Jack IPA is actually yep. pretty good, too, if you like the West Coasty stuff. Yeah. And their anniversary stuff will usually knock your socks off. And they'll be at Beer Vina next week. Yeah, uh, they'll have some usually cool stuff there for sure. Their barrel-aged uh, anniversaries are a night-enders for you. So... Uh, that's all I got this week. Thank you for bearing with us, guys. Yeah. Uh, week 16, sweet 16. Yep. Still never been kissed by a sponsor. <laughs> that's <laughs> but um, oh, I will post a couple uh, cool photos. Actually, we're going to have a picture of that lager beer that we're drinking up right now on Instagram, at Boston Beer Benny, if you want to check it out. Also, untapped, I am Treehouse Benny. Mo is Moses Malone. You want to see what we're rating that beer tonight? Yeah, I'll definitely check that one in right now. And join the Facebook group, uh, New England Weekly Beer Discussion, and you can try to get a hold of us. We will have stickers. I, I'm sure we'll have some leftover from Beervana. Definitely. If you see us at Beervana, of them. it's not too late. <laughs> it's not too late to get tickets to Beervana as well. So really? head out there. No, you can still not so Damn. Late. Todd bought tickets today. Is he going with Camden? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cam, hey Cam might uh might not be able to make it, but ah. I, I think Camden that's the plan right now. So nice. Hopefully we will have an other half brewery uh, interview for you next week that with a with a brewer awesome. from other half, which is really cool, and maybe even a, a little. We'll basically talk brewery. somebody else into talking yeah, to us. We're I definitely mean, gonna definitely gonna. We're just gonna record we might you. Be like a guy from like you he's know. not even gonna know we're recording him. Yeah. I'm gonna stand behind him. <laughs> exactly. Might be like a we'll get like him a rep from Dogfish Head or something. Yeah, I'm not even gonna be a brewery guy. <laughs> but we're gonna have somebody like a so, sales rep. Thank you very much, guys. Keg Download. Cleaner. Tell your friends. Drink a lot of beer this week, but don't drive. Stay at home and drink and get drunk. That's go the to way sleep. to go. Go to sleep. Thanks, right. guys.